0: Hi, this is
1: Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday, March 23rd. I am Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California with Three of my sisters, four out of five. Okay. That's pretty good for a Sunday morning. Wouldn't you say sisters? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Leah, Leah, Pasadena, California, all good there?
2: Liz, everything's great. I have a fresh cup of coffee. The kitchen is clean. I'm done for the day. I feel like I'm <laughs> done for the day. <laughs>
1: wow. And I hear you have some sort of new holiday you're going to pitch to us. No, it's for- not
2: new, Liz. It's ancient. I just oh. have become made aware of it. And so and it's celebrating this week. So stay tuned cuz I know you're all going to get want to get on board. And it's an international holiday. So oh. it means our satellite sisters around the world, Hong Kong, Sweden, Denmark, we're talking to you. You're going to want to get
0: on board.
1: Okay. All right. uh, Moving on, Julie Dolan, you're in Dallas, Texas. You have a law and order report for us today.
0: Yes, I do, Liz. I had jury duty this week and um, I spent a lot of time in the jury room and I have a few suggestions for improving um, the situation there.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I did enjoy your suggestions on the Tuesday show for what your sanctions against Russia would be. And I actually thought yours were quite imaginative and would be totally effective.
3: Believe me,
0: Liz, if they could just get those dogs, if they could get Putin's Labrador, we really would have a very different situation going on. That's all I'm saying. If you have not
1: listened to the most recent Satellite Sisters that Julie and did on, on Tuesday, you will get a kick out of that. And Sheila Dolan, you are with us from South Pasadena But I understand you have a new signature segment you would like to try out today.
3: I am trying it out. It's called, Is It Just Me or Dot, (laughs) Dot, Dot?
1: (laughs) That is super promising. It is.
2: It's been a while since you've introduced a signature segment, too. (laughs) It's been a few years.
3: It's like the Shamrock Shake coming back. I know. I know. And um, plus, I need to talk about hair.
1: Oh, you do. Okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, well you, when you texted me yesterday that you were at your hair salon, which was also my hair salon, we we quickly had an impromptu rendezvous there. So it, it was good to you had a major hair situation going on.
3: I did. So I, I feel I'm done for the day because my hair is done. <laughs> I'm done for the year. That's it.
1: <laughs> okay, Leon. We actually had a birthday shout out. We wanted yes. to start the show with? I was
2: surprised and shocked and pleased to read in the New York Times today under a beautiful like photo illustration, Gloria Steinem is 80 years old this week. Oh, 80. That
1: 80. is amazing. Wow. And
2: first of all, it makes you either feel really old or really young or just really something. But uh, I think we should dedicate the show to Gloria Steinem. She did yeah. some hard work on all of our behalf back then, back in yeah. the day.
1: She did. No Gloria Steinem means no satellite
2: sister. That's That's, that's, that's true. Say. That is true. <laughs>
3: And she resisted getting her hair done for years. I mean, she just let it go, Lynn. You got to give her props for that. That was essentially
0: what this is... Yeah, going, going to be a theme of the show. Hair, it's going to be worked into every segment. Okay. okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, just... that was actually
2: a good chunk of the article was like, when you look that good at 40, she said now when people see her at 80, they're like, oh, she doesn't look that good. Well, she's 80. <laughs> oh, no, that
0: 80 is really old. 80 is you know, really old. Uh, our mom used to say there was young old, there's old, and then there's old old. And 80 is your old old. Yes.
1: Right. Huh. She said, she said, when you turn 80, the wheels come off, right? Isn't that what mom said? <laughs> yeah, it is.
2: But, but for Gloria, she's looking good. So thank you, Gloria. The show is for you.
1: <laughs> All right, Julie. Uh, Law and order. Were you voted a foreman of any kind? Were you put in charge of administering the law in uh, in Dallas County or whatever county you're in?
0: No, no, Liz, uh, sisters, no, I was not. And that's the good news. I was not selected for any jury, jury panel, but I did spend, um, you know, a good portion of my a day at the Frank Crowley criminal court building in Dallas County. And I just, you know, it is amazing jury duty. Yes. I mean, because the whole, the whole world shows up. I mean, I mean, of course, we're showing up because we have those summons that force us to show up. But not, <laughs> but nonetheless, it is a remarkable system. I mean, you see everybody coming through the door, don't you? I mean, it's yes. right, and it is really, really great that we have a legal system where you are judged by just ordinary fellow citizens. That that's wonderful. So right. I I enjoyed that, and you know, it just renews your sense of. Like that this is a great country and this is a great system and nobody else has it quite like this. And thank goodness for that. You always feel that way when you don't get picked for a jury. (laughs) (laughs) You feel that most. I think that's true. I think that's true. I think that's true. So I spent most of my day, about five hours, just sitting in the large jury room, Uh, with about 200 people and they from time to time they'd call out numbers and certain people would leave to go you know uh, get to serve on panels whatever but I dodged that bullet but I so I had a lot of time in there and I just have a few suggestions for sort of tightening up the law and order in the jury room okay it's just my my humble opinion I mean first of all this i'm sure it's true in every jury room they have about 15 signs around saying no cell phone usage you know <laughs> I mean, it's a big room there're 200 people you know they they make they make about 10 announcements we see a video that says no cell phone usage you know it's just you know there's signs all over the room they're like if you need to take a call just step out in the hall i mean they're very, very nice about it it's not like you can't get on the phone so the woman that was three rows ahead of me that continued to take calls all day long, she would take her coat, she would put it over her head. Yeah. And she'd okay. she would get this up. That's funny. She was fooling no one. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, she was creating like a green coat of silence, so like her own little cone of silence there. She, that's what she had going. And so. So, yeah. And she took several calls this way, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I just felt like I needed to flag down, I don't know, a bailiff or someone, <laughs> and that she needed to have an extra jury day just because I, it was, uh, you know, one call, okay, you let, it, you let it pass. But it's no one else in the room is using their cell phones because they've told us 15 times not to use our cell phones. Yeah. And she somehow <laughs> feels that if she just puts her phone over her head, that she can conduct business all day long.
3: That's okay. the Alex Baldwin <laughs> jury room behavior. Oh, that's
0: exactly. Okay, Sheila. Speaking of like psychoanalysis. Okay, <laughs> the woman across the uh, the way from me uh, showed up with the jury room with a large thermal glass of ice. There was no beverage in it, just <laughs> ice. Okay, and so her. I guess, I mean, I think she might have gotten a little nervous about being in jury duty, had anxiety about, like, missing work, whatever. So she spent most of the morning rattling the cup. She wanted to hear the ice moving around, and then she'd take one piece at a time, stick it in her mouth, and start... Oh, oh See, wow. I thought she should be... Re- yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I mean, I gave her the stink eye. I gave her my best
3: stink I'm eye. I'm sure you did. And that... <laughs> That's know. that's the worst thing I've ever heard. I I'm mean, sorry. that's that's like fingernails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it wow. was loud. It was really, really loud. And because of those
0: those thick thermal cups, the ice cubes really made a lot of noise going around. Now, I did think there were two other people that I felt should just be dismissed on a humanitarian, you know, gesture. One woman came in with an oxygen tank. I was like, please, <gasps> can't she go home? Yeah, Really? I mean, I, you know, I, I just like, I just, I look, if you have an oxygen tank, you're dismissed. You should have one of automatic dismissals. And then a woman in front of me had a surgical mask on.
3: So I don't know if she. <laughs> okay. That's my, then my stunt meter goes up. I mean, that's just a ploy. <laughs> I would wear one, too. I think that's a great idea. No. I'm going to use no. it next time. I, I, <laughs> I really, I
0: felt like either she had a compromised immune system and needed a mask on, or she was compromising my immune system. <laughs> you know, one way or the other, I feel like she should just be dismissed. There must be someone else we can get, okay? Or
1: she just assumed that everyone else in the room was going to have some kind of disease. That she <laughs> didn't want to Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She just didn't want to catch something. So I I don't know, but um so but the okay, the worst though and I have never seen this there was a, a woman brought a date on her uh, to jury duty. Okay. <laughs> Let me explain. Okay. What do you mean? This is a middle-aged man, okay? He was trying to look like Justin Bieber. He had like died the the center of his hair blonde, but he was wearing one of those extra large, you know, button down shirts that he couldn't tuck in because he had a little, you know, mid- middle age paunch. but he was trying to look pretty hip. And he was with this other potential jurist, I, a, a much younger Asian woman with a designer handbag. And I, when the, I noticed them right away when they came in at eight o'clock and I was like, wow those two have gotten very friendly, awfully fast. (laughs) I could not figure out, like, did they meet on the bus or something? Or is it just a coincidence that they were like good friends and they both ended up with the same jury duty day. But then I noticed that she, she was the only one with the paperwork. Okay. So he, and then they, they actually, they were sitting in the front of the room. They got up, they moved to the back of the room and they were making out in the back. <laughs> they were making out. They were canoodling in the back of the jury room. Okay. No, yeah. no. Yes. So he... Were, yes. He came with her on a date. I don't know. I mean, he didn't have any paperwork. Cause they, we all had to like raise our hand when they called out our number. And he, his hand never went up. Her hand did. So she got a jury badge. He did not. So he was just there. <laughs> wow. You know, I don't think that's allowed. That does not
1: seem safe. I don't think you should be allowed in the jury room if you're not an actual juror. Yeah, I
3: agree. Plus, it's just weird. Yeah, I, I look forward to jury duty sometimes. I think, okay, maybe there's a potential mate in the room. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people.
0: There are a lot of people. There are right, a- and
1: you would not be the first, Sheila. I think there are jury room romances, but bringing your own romance with you, <laughs> <laughs> that I believe is unprecedented, Julie. You are correct. I
0: just, but I mean, they it's not, I mean, you wouldn't think that a lot of people would be rushing to be fake jurors, you know, to like to spend the day in the jury room. So they don't really have some kind of check there. Like if you don't have paperwork, you can't sit in the room. They're, they'll take—they'll take anyone. I mean, he, they took he's a floater. In. he, he
3: just—he saw her. He—he—he he, he was waiting probably outside the—the the building and just got in line with her.
2: And You think that's it? No, he just yeah. thought, No, I don't think that's cute.
0: It. And maybe this is his.
2: I think he doesn't have a job, so he went with her to jury duty. Is what I think. <laughs> If he's a middle-aged man trying to look like Justin Bieber, he has fairly limited potential. <laughs> so he he found a woman that would canoodle with him, and he was sticking with her. <laughs> That's
0: what I think. Okay. Well, I think it's got to stop. So
2: I agree because how is Sheila going to meet anyone if people start bringing dates to jury duty? That I know is, that yeah. cuts down my chances. It really does. <laughs> well, okay. Julie, we're glad that you're free, so we can do the Tuesday I'm free. show.
0: But yes, I'm all set.
2: Yeah. Good, good job doing your, doing your duty, as they say. All right. Well, I, I have some more <laughs> etiquette I have an etiquette question for you guys. Yesterday, we were at a restaurant. My husband and I, Saturday, we decided to go out to lunch. He's been gone a lot on work. I've been gone the last two weekends. So we decided to have a lunch date, um, but we wanted to actually talk about some stuff. So we purposely picked a restaurant that was quiet. And uh, where we could have a conversation, not a busy lunch place, but it's a place that's been in town for a while. They revamped their menu and it was busy, but not packed. And here's the thing. They had like aggressively excellent service. I don't (laughs) don't know how else to describe (laughs) this. Like we were just two people having lunch and they must have checked on our table, interrupted our conversation 14 times. I count it. I and hate that. I don't you hit, what is that? Is that supposed that. to be good service? Cause I mean, we just ordered and then they put down the food and they said, would you like anything else? Our answer was no. And we meant it. We weren't kidding. We didn't need anything else. And then they kept the waitress checked again. It's like this. She was standing behind us waiting till we put food in our mouth. And then she came over and said, is everything okay? So we needed to oh. respond and then the maitre d' came over and asked us if everything was, everything was fine. It was lunch for two people. It wasn't, We it wasn't heart surgery. Things were good. And we were actively talking. We weren't a couple that, you know, was just looking at each other, like hoping someone would interrupt us. And then I finished my meal. And again, like the second I put the fork down, she's like, can I take the plate? And uh, you know, I was going to use the dipping sauce for the bread. I was like, could you, could you just keep it? Like, I didn't want to explain that to her. I'm like, I know I just, and then 12 seconds later, uh, you know, a busboy came by and said, can I take this? And I just said, take it. I can't take it anymore. Just take it. And just take the plate, even though I'm not actually finished. And then they, honestly, we had, a, you know, if we finished with a cup of coffee, Baric and I still had a half a cup each. The waitress asked if we needed more coffee. No, thank you. Oh. The bellboy, the busman asked if we need more. No. And the third time the maitre d' came over again. Like I, and by then I snapped. I was like, That's no, so I don't funny. need, I snapped. I snapped. I snapped. <laughs> what? This
1: sounds like a really great lunch, Leah. What like is? Sounds
2: really... so tense. I it don't understand really though. Bad. Like why is that perceived as good service? I don't, yes. I don't
1: know. I, yeah. Have you found because that? Because they can tell. They can tell if you're involved in a conversation. Yeah, You know, so that should be like the just back off sign. If the couple at the table is clearly like having a conversation with each other, don't linger and interrupt. Just like if they want you, they'll flag you
2: down. Exactly. Right. right. Sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E pros.com slash sisters. Thanks pros. Because it was, again, it was not a packed restaurant. It was this weird, like aggressively excellent service. And it turned out to just be
3: awful. (laughs) It was so intrusive. Was was this a new staff in addition to the new menu? I don't know. It might
2: have been. So maybe this, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this was on purpose, but when the maitre d' doesn't need to ask you how your lunch is for God's sakes. I mean, really. I know no. that that's they, they do that at fancy restaurants at dinner time. The maitre D will swing by once an evening make around. I don't even understand that, but this it, was like tomato soup. It's fine. That, that, it's tomato it's patronized. soup patronized. I feel it's insulting. It actually. was just I, it no, was not insulting. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. <laughs> I was exhausted from talking to the wait staff. <laughs> i just is uh, there, but, and i thought like is there a polite way of saying leave us alone like i you know uh, i thought like maybe next time i'd be preemptory like when they put lunch down and i say everything's fine we'll call you if we need you you know <laughs>
0: yeah well why do you sh- should say that like i'm I'm going to have a conversation Please don't disturb us. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just thought it was very odd. And I, I But as a as a former waitress, I know that part of your duties are you put the food down then you have to wait bump and you know you have to go back and check to make sure everything's okay Right. that's part of your I, I always know. felt, so,
2: though like so that... l- lingering in the area like just being there sometimes even making eye contact without actually like waiting till the patron put food in their mouth and then saying is everything okay <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> annoying that I, I just I don't felt... want to look I don't want to make eye contact with but they anybody
0: they can they can't read your minds Leanne. I they're know. not mind readers I, I know but it was just no, it I was mean that's too much that, they're just they're just trying th- to serve lunch. Okay. Right, but then at least,
1: Julie, then one person should be designated as the follow-up person. Right. It's either the waitress or the busboy or the matron, d- Right, I but think, th- yes. three follow-ups on each course, including the coffee, coffee. course.
2: Coffee. I mean, we still had half a <laughs> cup. No, we don't need any more. You do I, like, I can drink
0: coffee, Leanne.
2: You do like coffee. I like I coffee, mean, but at lunchtime, I just wanted,
0: like, a cup. I, we we weren't, you know. Well, well how would they know that, Leanne? They can't read your mind unless they ask you. I think Liz is right, I think, no, I right, think she
3: had a right to snap. I, I do. I snapped.
2: And I, I... <laughs> I snapped. I felt like you, Sheila. I snapped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <sorry>. I snapped. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Did you and your husband accomplish any of your conversations? We goals? did
2: accomplish it, but it was a real distraction, Liz. And yes, we had, yeah. like, That's... purposely left the house. So I think that was the point. Like, we were really talking. So we just wanted people to eat lunch and go away. And <laughs> I just didn't understand it. So I'm tempted to I never, like, do reviews on Yelp. But I am tempted to, like, almost call the restaurant and tell them, hey, I like your food and I but this is what happened. Like back off. Someone needs to, I think you
0: should. Lilian. Yeah. I think that would give you some satisfaction and may help them. And you may, you may, then maybe they'll want you to come back and try again. Try again.
1: You know. <laughs> and they'll just ignore you for a whole evening. I, it was You're kind of, yeah, coffee,
2: yeah, I know. I know. All right. So that's okay. That's, that's maybe Sheila, maybe uh, that can go under your
3: signature. Is it me or dot, dot, dot oh, uh, right. segment. But as a away. person as a person who's written uh, ranty Yelp reviews uh, before, it's it's really not that satisfying. OK, uh, you're just like a crazy person writing a Yelp review. All right. And I've, I've done it. So, you know, I think you have a right to tell them, Leanne. OK. All right. I, you're right. Thank you, Sheila. I trust you.
2: I, I, yeah, I thought there I would gain some satisfaction or their attention, but maybe just a phone call on Monday.
3: To the a Nice little phone call. Yeah, there
2: you go. How about that? Okay. How about Ooh. that? All right. On to happier news. Um, this week there's a there's a holiday I want us all to embrace, and it's on Tuesday. It's International Waffle Day. And <laughs> oh wow! wow. I- okay,
1: I'm in. I don't even need to know anymore. Um, that right? sounds excellent.
2: Isn't that great? Okay, that is so good, and it it originated in Sweden, where if you would prefer to go to call it in its original Swedish, vaffeldagen, which is even better, <laughs> international vaffeldagen. So I just thought, you know, this week I posted on my Facebook page that uh, Friday was National Puppy Day because that's what they announced on the news, <laughs> and then I got a lot of pushback, people correcting me, like, no, it's Sunday. I was like. Okay, I don't know. They were celebrating National Puppy Day on the news today. How am I supposed to know? Like,
1: But I enjoyed the second half of that post, Liam, because you get, in that post, which is why it needed to be on a Friday, yeah. you gave us all permission to spend the rest of the day at work just watching puppy videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So that would not be as effective on a Sunday. That was a Friday message.
2: Exactly. I, I don't know, but I did get pushback that I had the wrong day. So that's why I went to like the calendar of international days, you know, I, so I was checking that up and that's when I discovered that Tuesday is international waffle day. So I'm going to take out my waffle iron and dust it up. but I know people around the world enjoy waffles. And so I just want to, Sheila, I thought that would be a good one for you to study in your, um, you know, work that into your curriculum.
3: Well, Leon, I'm already ahead of you because we are studying Europe right now. And in an effort to just gloss over Europe because I know nothing about Europe, I I created uh, a sort of a menu of activities they could do called get this, smorgasbord. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is this is in addition to your lunch at the Olive Garden or wherever you went that went so poorly
3: just go to <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> de that's right
1: it's
3: it's just a, and it's a, a menu of activities they could do and I think international waffle day falls beautifully into smorgasbord. it does because it... one of the activities is finding a European recipe and making it at home so I don't have to do any work <laughs> and bringing it in. <laughs>
0: Okay, (laughs) waffles it for everyone. Sheila, this is perfect. Yeah, Yeah, but
2: tip you might want to tip off your parents so you could just be a wash in Belgian waffles on Waffle Doggen. That's okay. Well,
3: yeah, we have a Swedish family in my class, so that's it's a done. It's already done. (laughs) I'm I'm going to send them an email this weekend.
1: I I think pitting the Swedish waffles against the Belgian waffles would be interesting. Yes. There's so much turmoil in Europe right now. Maybe it could just be a way of addressing some of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, uh, sounds of turmoil fun. In Europe. Okay, so wa- get on that. Does waffle cones count too. If you, even if you don't have a waffle maker, if you just oh. go right to a, a waffle cone, okay. and, uh, Julie. I think that's
3: the, the beauty cream, of ice cream. Yeah, okay. I think that's okay. the beauty
0: of waffle doggin. Is you can
2: celebrate any way you want. You can celebrate okay. with the sweet waffle. You can celebrate with the savory waffle. There's mm-hmm. a restaurant um, here in Orange County, uh, Brooksy's, that um, they make br- you know the brufs, uh, Belgian waffles, Brussels Brooksy. There you go. But they put like. Um, they make you like a, a corned beef sandwich on a waffle, and it's fantastic. I'm just here to tell you. So That there, sounds
3: good. It's good. So there are a lot of And I of don't things. even eat meat, but yeah. that sounds good.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Liz, you know we love talking about frame bridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Did you guys know that? Sheila's been a vegetarian I, I for an hour. That. Yeah, for oh, an hour.
0: Whoa. When did
3: this happen? Was this your <laughs> European uh, history lesson? No, a couple weeks ago, I decided to go veggie again. Not again. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm vegetarian actually. Okay. Yep. Okay. After okay, the gluten free didn't work. <laughs> you
1: know, Leon, the it's interesting you bring up waffles because I have seen waffle places busting out all over Santa Monica. Oh. Like, wa Like waffles could be the new cupcakes. Yeah. I was, star- I was starting to formulate that thought in my head, and now you have crystallized it for me. This may very well be a thing the waffle thing because (laughs) there was a Belgian waffle place on Wilshire in my neighborhood that was getting increasingly crowded on weekend mornings. And I would spot that as I drove by. And then I've noticed purely as a competitive reaction, there are two or three other breakfast places like within a few blocks of there that have countered with their own waffles because clearly they could see all the people waiting for waffles and nobody was in line for their, (laughs) you know, frittatas. And so there's a bit of a waffle war on Wilshire. <laughs> and, you know. Santa Monica often sets trends for the rest of the country. So I think you might have put your finger on something that will soon sweep the nation.
2: Well, it could really bust out on Waffle Doggins. So you better arm yourself, Liz. Be careful. Be careful driving down Wilshire on that
1: day. <laughs> Wilshire Waffle Wars. on Tuesday is going to be crazy.
2: It is. Woo. All right. And then coming up this week in our family, two events we're very excited about. There's something here in LA that is just really a, a festival for television lovers, of which I am one. And I'm, I'm happy. Happy to say, I'm raising two people who love TV: uh, my son Colin and my son Brooks. And it's called the Paley Fest. It takes place. Um, well, it's sponsored by the Paley Center for Media Arts, and they've upgraded it to a fancy um, the Dolby Theater in Hollywood. And they gather the cast and crew, the cast and writers of television shows, and they're all on stage, and it's a panel discussion, usually led by kind of an interesting comedian or performer, and the crowd gets to ask questions, and you get sort of behind the scenes views of the shows, and it's become so popular they had to move it to this bigger theater. So this week we are going to see back-to-back nights at the Paley Fest, the writing staff and the cast of Community and Veep. And oh, so, yes.
0: Oh, well, that should be really fun, Lee. Yes.
2: I feel, feel like that is definitely worth um, staying out late and getting up late for school. I think this is sort of the kind of extracurricular activity my kids can embrace. So in preparation, we have watched almost uh, 100 episodes of Community, it feels like, in the last four days. <laughs> I, I feel That's like... time
1: well spent. I know it was exam week for your younger son, so he needed some kind of release valve. Yeah. Yes.
2: We missed last week. Unfortunately, there was a sleepy hollow panel and it was killing us not to go, but it was exam week. So I didn't want to torture my younger son by going by myself, which seemed kind of pathetic to go by yourself. But Liz, you went to the Parks and Rec um, panel. How I was did. that? I
1: It was really, really fun. Parks and Rec is such a funny show. It is funny. Uh, I love Amy Poehler. I just think she is the greatest. You know, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, for me, have just transformed television. And uh, so, right, they had the writer-creator of the show and then, like, eight members of the cast. And that cast, like everyone on that cast is just very funny in their own way. Like Nick Offerman was so hilarious on the panel. uh, And he, I don't know if you've seen him lately, but he's like gone through some kind of personal makeover slash weight loss slash new sexy beard. Uh, Nick Offerman all of a sudden was looking very hot. (laughs) Wow, Liz. I would have expected. And, you know, he's married to Megan Mullally. Oh, I uh, didn't
2: realize that. Yes, he is. So
1: he had several good Megan Mullally jokes because they were talking about who their favorite guest stars were on the show. And, of course, he picked um, his wife, Megan Mullally. (laughs) But the the panel, the host, the moderator, was someone who himself had a big guest star role on that show, uh, Patton Oswalt.
2: Oh, he's funny. I like him.
1: He's hilarious. Yeah. And so the thing about Patton Oswald is that he was really great. When they went to the audience questions, you know how like 99.9% of the time audience questions are terrible, Yeah, right? They just always yeah. are. Sorry, in,
2: audience. But yeah, in, they're in, just- in, in any
1: kind of a forum, yeah. just, you know- Well, it's
2: usually the questioner just wants to talk as long as they can. So yes. it's not so much even that the actual question is bad. It's that it's like 15 <laughs> minutes about them, yes. you know? Yeah. So, Yeah.
1: But somehow,
2: Patton Oswald <laughs> has this. Has well, this, I'm just saying, you know, that she's still testy from
0: that lunch. <laughs> no, no, I, I eat, do not I want
2: more coffee. <laughs> I do not want more coffee.
0: Just take that grilled artichoke. Just take it. Give <laughs> that girl a waffle, please. <laughs> okay. okay. Carry on. Okay. Anyway,
1: Patton Oswald, I guess because of his long experience being a stand-up comic, had a very keen sense for... Who the total whack jobs were in the audience that he could call on. You know, because it wasn't one of those line up at the mic scenarios, it was just raise your hand in the audience. And Leon said, this is the Dolby Theater, which you may know as the Kodak Theater. They just <laughs> renamed it. So this is the big, beautiful theater where the Oscars take place. And it's three tiers up, packed with people. Mm. It, I mean, these people are fanatics. Yeah. And But Patton Oswald managed to unerringly pick out these totally charming, wacky people who had charming, wacky things to say and questions of the cast. So that helped a lot. They also showed us an advanced episode at the very beginning. So, you know, people love that. Feel like they're they're in on the um on the cool thing. And the sleepy hollow panel, Leanne.
2: Yeah, how uh, is that?
1: Because several people from my office went, and they don't watch Sleepy Hollow. You at your house, you, you, <laughs> you love, love that it. show because it's so out of control, right? It, it is. Just, it's,
2: it's got George Washington and the Horsemen of the Apocalypse, and it's got, like, sexy British guys in the lead role and, you know, witchy sisters. It's fantastic. No yeah. Sisters that are witches, you know. So it's great.
1: Yeah. So several members, of, several uh, women I work with came in the next morning. They were like, what is that show? <laughs> we don't even know what, we'll like what could, what they saw the last five minutes of the season finale this year. So an advanced peak of the season finale. So they're like, we had no idea what we were looking at or what was going on or who those people were, but they're intrigued now having been in the audience. So um, this Thursday night, this coming Thursday, I will be with you at the veep panel. Yeah. Uh, that is really, really going to be fun. Um, I can't
2: wait. Uh, you know, Julia, Louis Dreyfus is really one of my favorites. I just think she's absolutely brilliant. She's so, so funny in that show. And again, there's another show where every cast member is great and then the writing is unbelievable. So I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Okay. Well,
3: yeah, that's so. a good that's a good mom. That's <laughs> really a good mom. <laughs> Taking your kids out on a school night for that, Leanne. For the VP, Two two in a
2: row. Two nights in a row. You're driving to Hollywood at rush hour. I am a good mom.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, it's Hollywood, Sheila. It's the entertainment capital of the world. Chances are that this is the industry the boys will end up working in. Right?
3: You are right, Liz. You are right. It
1: is professional training. Uh, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, you're right. She's someone I put in the same category with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Right, like, like, thank God for these women creating great television. You can actually watch and have fun with though julia louis-dreyfus her swearing on veep is like the best swearing you ever heard it is no that's it's
2: the most creative it's just mind-blowing the bad language on that it's so inventive
3: (laughs) i want to share that
2: i want to share that with my kids so (laughs)
0: such a good mom
2: that's right don't just go for the obvious swear. <laughs> really push yourself. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna use foul language, make it really foul.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So um, so Sheila, nice to have you back on the show. I know
3: you- Oh boy, you're I know. It's see- I've been I've been out of out of commission really. I mean I've just been working just just Europe and and math and just so much. There's so much to teach. Yeah. And so and so little time. <laughs>
1: yeah, you were telling me yesterday that you think this third grade math under the new curriculum <clears throat> might be too advanced
3: <laughs> for you. <laughs> and I, right. And I finally admitted that to myself. I was really frustrated all year. We adopted um, a, a program from Singapore called Singapore Math. And I realize now part of my frustration or all of my frustration really stems from the fact that I can't do it. <laughs> yeah that it's too hard leon it's, it's too hard for me so that's why my kids are are having but we're all having a hard time okay <laughs> that's okay and it's good to, it's all right it's a, it's a learning you know, math curve. It's is it's math a, is overrated <laughs> <laughs> let's have waffles for goodness yeah. sake
1: and watch tv have you tried just watching more tv in the classroom right.
3: No, no, I haven't watched TV, but I discovered a new, uh, it's it's actually, it's a new buzzword in teaching. It's called flip teaching, and I think it's a great concept. You basically videotape yourself teaching, and then you just slap it up on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) So you really... You could be a virtual teacher, and I, I think I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, because you, you, I could do it on the weekends. Slap it up, and then just stand in the back of the room and watch. Myself.
0: <laughs> that it, is, is some the dedication. Th- Flip <laughs> teaching.
1: <laughs> is the theory that they'll pay more attention because they'll think it's TV?
3: Yes, <laughs> yes, it is, Liz. Okay, I mean, I say it is. But anyway, yes, I've been exhausted. So one of the things. I do um, to make myself feel better. And this is something when, when I know I need my hair done, it just builds, it like starts two weeks you know, ahead of time. And I just like, this is what I think about. I am going to get my hair done, I can't wait. Like that's my constant thought in my mind mm-hmm. is, because for me- <laughs> No room for math if you're
0: thinking about
3: <laughs> your hair, no doubt. And, and And I go to a very, overpriced inappropriate hair salon in Santa Monica. <laughs> so what I do is I drive what 30 40 miles there and and I get it and I get my hair done but here's this is how I justify it. I only get my hair cut once a year now. So that's really? pretty good. Yes. Once a year. My hairdresser star who is also your hairdresser. Yes. Has, has now told me I only need to get it cut once a year because my hair is long and I can go in for free bang trims, which I never do. Because, because
1: it's, it's in... 30 miles away.
3: <laughs> so I just wait, and then I just put it up in a bun head. So I'm now into sort of a low-maintenance, um, high, high price, low-maintenance um, <laughs> situation. But the reason I like going to our hairdresser, Liz, our yeah. hairdresser, can I say the name of the salon? Sure. Okay, the name of the salon is Shin. It is also the owner's name. And she's just this, I mean, she's a force of nature. The the main hairdresser, she scares me, frankly. I would never go to her. I mean, <laughs> um, but this is why I like the salon. The ratio of staff member- members to customers is like four to one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, what do they do? I mean, if I mean, they, there are so many people working there, and the way the salon is set up, they have a garden in the back. So people just—they're floaters. They—they're they, assistants. Um, There's—they're new people. There's Roxanne at the desk, and now they have a cappuccino maker. I don't know if you know about that, Liz. No, I don't. You can get a cappuccino. You can get refills. You can. It's just there are never any customers in there. It's incredible to me. That's
1: why it feels more like a clubhouse, really. And there, even if it was full, there are only like six stations in the whole shop. Anyway, it's not like what. So there, you're right. There are like 20 people for six chairs. I don't know how that math works. That is Singapore math to me. I don't know how that (laughs) works out.
3: And everything's just low lighting. It's very small. It's very cozy. And what I told uh, my hair, okay, so I got my hair colored yesterday, uh, and so what I told Scarlett, my colorist, I'll just call her that, uh, for lack of a better word, um, is that I just want every inch of my hair dyed. I just want my entire head drenched in color. I didn't care what color. (laughs) I just want my life dyed. That's what I told her. And that's what she did. She took out about three different shades of, of whatever. Then she then she took out uh, a big tub of uh, dye and just drenched every inch of my hair. And I think, to me, that's a really, uh, it's just so therapeutic.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, with every strand, you feel like you're just getting better and better. I don't know what it is.
0: Your whole life is improving.
3: Yes, yes, I do. I feel that, Liz. You only go there once a year, and you had for this experience. Yes, and because uh, because it's it's again, it's forty miles away, and
1: uh, but you can't only dye your hair once a year.
3: Well, I what I do is um, again, I I just let it go. I I I mean, okay, (laughs) the reason that inspired me was because. I was actually teaching, trying to teach Singapore math. Um, I was uh, just started our unit on money, and uh, I just given kid the kids their hands-on materials, so they have a a billfold full of money and lots of play money, which was good for me. Mm. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I really needed to count out the change to figure out Mm. (laughs) how to subtract ninety cents from a dollar eighty-five. Okay, so. Anyway, so um, our webmaster came through and started snapping pictures that day, unbeknownst to me. I didn't know that I was in one of the pictures. Lo and behold, I go on our website. There's a picture of me, sort of standing over a child, leaning down, and all you can see are gr- is gray roots. Just <laughs> like I was, I went into Martin. Our, our web, I said, Martin, are you kidding me with that picture? <laughs> What? Take it off now. Is there some way to remove that photo? So that's when I knew it was time to go to Shin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I texted you. This. You
2: have lost me. You've lost <laughs> me in this story. I'll be honest. I don't know what this story is about.
3: Uh, uh, the story is about healing through hair. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And uh, so I I like to text Liz because she lives in the neighborhood and she did come by yesterday, which was wonderful. Right. With Ferris.
1: Yes, I was in the neighborhood with Ferris. And uh, so we just popped right in because it's also my salon. Uh, they know me and they know Ferris. It's one of the few places. I'm sure it's against the health regulations to bring your dog to a hair salon. <laughs> but they have no
3: problem with that. Uh, you know, so that's they have no problem with anything. They'll order you lunch. You can stay there all day. I could have stayed there all day if I wanted to. Isn't that, um,
1: Weren't you there one time when Steven Tyler was there? Yes. Yes. So, so when Sheila talks about Shin being a force of nature, it's sort of in that way. It's, not, it's like Shin seems to have this sort of celebrity friendship circle. It's like she almost doesn't need to touch their hair
3: you know it's just, <laughs> she, she barely does she has so many assistants i mean she talks to the person she, her voice gets very low and she starts talking to them about transformation and healing and life changes Why? and how do you, how do you see your hair right now <laughs> i i see it as gray and, <laughs> and old and broken okay that's that i feel old just fix it. So anyway, um, no, Shin, Shin is scary. And, um, and sometimes she looks at me, she, she recognizes me. Sometimes she doesn't, it's fine. Um, but, uh, no, I got out of there and I just, and I felt, I felt renewed. I mean, I, I need that. I need that (laughs) once a year. We all do, right, Julie?
0: I, uh, yes, Sheila. Yes, I, I
3: go. But I go more than once a year. Yeah, you haird- seem to go so. to the hairdresser
2: every other week. So when you say you go once a year, is this is this like your vegetarianism that you just started <laughs> this, this week going once is a this year? The new you. <laughs> That's OK. You busted me. I just started this week. Going OK, once a year. all right. I mean, come on. <laughs> every time I talk to you, you're at the hairdresser or eating meat. So I don't <laughs> No, I'm not eating meat okay. right now. I am not. But okay. You're eating salmon because you were over at my house, scarfing down salmon okay. this week.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Leon. <Leanne. Okay. laughs> invited me for dinner. I, that's yes, I, true. Okay. All right. So and that, said you ate it. Okay. That's just okay. So let's move on. Um, so I'm going to try to. Uh, and the other thing they did was they took a curling wand at the end. So I am totally obsessed with that now. I'm going to order one on Amazon and try to do what they did to me, which was, you know, wrap your hair around that curling wand. That is the, That takes at least six months off your off your look <laughs> Of how I feel. I think that's really going to make me feel younger. Six um, months
1: younger? Yes.
3: Okay, speaking of old... Um, all right, this is my new segment. Is it just me or... <laughs> All right. And I was just thinking, I've been thinking about this for a couple weeks and I just wanted to run it by the sisters. And is it just me or... Are bags of chips harder to open now? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I have been struggling with bags of chips for a while and I just wanted to... Admit that. Number one, I want to find out if anybody else was struggling. I feel like the way they're stealing bags of chips these days, they could send those chips to space and the chips would not open. I mean, I have been known to take, I mean, to tear open a bag of chips with a key, with a car key. I mean, when I'm coming out of Trader Joe's and I need a chip and I cannot open that bag, I just spear it. I, I take my biggest car key and I just I I, I just plunge it into the bag to try to rip it open. I mean, does anyone else feel that they're struggling with chips?
0: I have not had that experience, no, Sheila. I'm sorry I haven't, but I'm glad you mentioned it, Sheila. That's I want to honor your, your struggle that you're going through here. I mean,
3: kids at school ask me to open their water bottles, and I there's a little bit of resistance. But basically I get the top off, but when I'm struggling with the bag of chips, there is no way I'm going to open that bag except for to take some other implement, like a, like a key (laughs) or a large large scissors, and slit it open. I mean, from sometimes I just grab it and i I put it on the ground and I stomp on it. <laughs> okay. Well,
2: I think to answer your initial question, is it me or it's you? In this
3: case, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> okay. Um, my second one, which I think you will relate to more, is... Um,
1: <laughs> well, we'll see about
3: that. <laughs> is it just me or does it take at least two people to get through the self-checkout line at this point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is, I mean, yes. I do not see the point of self-checkout when <laughs> I feel like I am literally a grocer in working in a store, looking up codes, and I cannot do it. I mean, I, there's a. It, it's just too much for me. You know, the organic uh, cucumber is not in the lookup code, so I have to go. To all sorts of areas on the computer, which I inevitably the bell starts ringing and the girl has to come over. I mean,
0: first of all, it's not a computer. You know, it's just (laughs) it's just a (laughs) scanner. 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 I mean, I don't know if you cover that in your Singapore math. It's essentially just a screen, a touch screen. <laughs>
3: I mean, there's always the girl who has to come over and then the manager comes over and then sometimes other customers come over and and they're just like wondering, you know, oh, how do you do? How do you look up, you know, or, organic kumquats or whatever? I mean, so I find the self-checkout line is defeatist. You might as well just go through the regular line, Land. I agree this one I agree with you. It's not just you. I
2: agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. I agree. I end up yelling a lot at self checkout. I just I, at <laughs> at the screen when it's like, please remove your items or you have removed your items from the bagging area. No, I haven't. They are there in the bagging area.
3: <laughs> just okay. And the last one, I know you all agree with me on this one, and, and this is speaking as a gluten free customer. Um, <laughs> is it just me or is gluten free gone too far? Yes. Because because the other night I was doing some late night shopping at, at our local supermarket land and um I went to buy some tea, just some some tea to make some home brewed uh tea that i i now do. And they like,
1: okay, you do it. You
2: you add the hot water all by yourself. Homemade tea, home brewing.
3: (laughs) That's right. I'm making making tea. and the Lipton tea was marked gluten-free it's like okay I'm sorry oh the last time I got a box of Lipton I had you know uh some some spaghetti in it I mean like spaghetti. <laughs> like oh no this is not uh, the oh, oh, the tea with penne I'm sorry you like um and like do we really need to mark tea boxes gluten-free come on I'm with, come on that
1: one I'm with, uh, I'm with you Sheila yeah yeah,
3: it's, oh, uh, okay.
1: people want that reassurance, but
3: yeah. It's, it's just on two parts. So that's it. I'm exhausted. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm, this is an exhausting segment. <laughs> it is my new segment. I'll try to make it less exhausting. Like, <laughs> But these are the things that are like, is it just me or really? Okay, no, we get it. I think... I think about it. I think about these things, Leanne. Okay, I'm good, good too.
0: Those potato chip bags. a <laughs> <laughs> struggle. Just keep up alive.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. So, other than International Waffle Day, anyone have anything fun going on this week?
1: <laughs> uh, let me think. Well, we got the we got Veep on Thursday mm-hmm. night. We talked about that. I'm going to DC this week.
0: Okay. And, I'm, uh, um, I'm going to dc this week too oh. at the same time as liz uh, oh. i'm going to a wedding at the end of the week yes, yes you I, are uh, that sounds fun, fun yes yes oh good so yeah so we do have some fun going on okay (laughs) and Sheila has Sheila what's going on with you this week I
3: I have a medical procedure on Friday (laughs) I have a medical procedure on Friday thank you very much that is my life I mean with the exception of getting my hair done that's it it's back to back to basics
1: but you enjoy that (laughs)
3: <laughs> this one is I'm not looking forward to. But I, I need to take a day off for it, so that's good. <laughs> there is some hope. Oh. All right. And on that note, well, uh
2: Julian Liz safe travels. Sheila, good luck next week. I'll be here. Uh, not going to D.C. Apparently the only one in the family not going to D.C. this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Can I make one note? Made me laugh this week to see uh, how many people went to check out the English muffins that Megan, yes. <laughs> that Megan mentioned on last week's Satellite Sisters. The Trader Joe's English muffins. Megan has started a firestorm of English muffin buying across the country. So congratulations, Megan. Uh, welcome to the sisterhood. You feel the power. Hour. you say one thing people are on it they are on it they're going into tj's and they're finding those muffins and i love that <laughs> And then, Julie, yeah. we had several people uh, take up the bra discussion on the Facebook yes, page. Yes, yes. People and are
0: counting their braziers, Lee, and I'm so happy to see that. So
2: we'll have to do some follow-up on the Tuesday show, a more exhaustive conversation on just how many bras do do people in the Satellite Sisterhood have. So I challenge you to count your bras this week, Julie. And okay. uh, that's it. But everybody, have a great week. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. Hello, Satellite Sisterhood. Thanks for downloading our podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or new to Satellite Sisters, we always welcome your input and your enthusiasm. In fact, our theme for 2014 is Share the Sisters. So if you're so inclined, help us spread the word about Satellite Sisters. How, you may ask? Well, go ahead and write a review on iTunes or give us the thumbs up on Stitcher if that's where you download the show. We'd love to have you share a link to our show on your Facebook stream. Or how about just go to SatelliteSisters.com and pay us a visit every once in a while over there at our blog. Thank you so much for your support of Satellite Sisters. And don't forget, share the sisters.